Welcome to the Weekly Option, the podcast for people interested in trading stock options. Each week, we cover trade ideas and opportunities in the stock market right now. Whether you're a beginner, a professional, or just curious about options, this is the show for you. Let's get started. Welcome to the Weekly Option. This is episode 304 on January the 6th, 2024. I'm your host, Eric, and in this week's show, we'll cover the trades from last week on BAKKT Holdings, Walgreens Boot Alliance, and Sunrun Inc. And we discussed three new trades on JetBlue Airways Corporation, Bank of America, and Alcoa Corporation. Now, it's always great to hear from listeners. If you have any questions about the trades presented here on the show or even about your own positions, feel free to email me. You can email questions to eric at theweeklyoption.com. That's E-R-I-C at theweeklyoption.com. I've also created a few videos to teach you all the basics of option trading that you'll need to know to be able to follow along with me on this show. You can visit our website and click on the videos tab to watch them or visit the YouTube channel for the weekly option. Now we're starting the year off with a decent move down on the stock market. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 223 points, closing at 37,466 points this week. The S&P 500 index lost 72 points, ending the week at 4,697 points. And now it's time for the topic of the week. And this is a topic that I really have looked forward to sharing. So the topic of the week is how to have your best trading year yet. And I look forward to it because this is something that remains on my mind because I always want to get better. So how can we make sure with a decent probability that this year is going to be better than last year? The formula is fairly simple and it works for nearly every topic, including trading. So first off, track your results. Sometimes we want a reward for good results, but we want to hide and ignore our bad results, right? Hide your bad trades. Do not hide from your trading decisions. Track them so that you can better understand and improve your process. Number two, review your trades. I take time every weekend to analyze all of my trades from the previous week. I take a snapshot of the chart on that day, and then I note on the chart where I place the trade, when I actually put the trade on. This allows me to review why I made the trade when I did, and it gives me a clear view on the outcome. If your goal is improvement, tracking and reviewing are key. It's the reason why professional athletes review videos of practices and games. You have to review your actual performance to get better. All right, number three, it is important to keep learning and to have some accountability with others who also want to help you get better at your craft. I did not learn how to trade options on my own. I still learn and I have people I speak to about trading so that I can keep getting better. I also offer this as a service to some of my listeners because they understand the value of education and coaching. Finally, the last step is setting goals. It's easier to reach a goal that you have defined. It's even better if your defined goal has a time frame, like a timeline. So that's my key for having your best trading year in 2024. I will leave you with one of my favorite quotes from Henry David Thoreau. If you have built castles in the air, Your work need not be lost. That is where they should be. Now put the foundations under them. Let's make this year, 2024, incredible.
Now, after that positive speech to start the year off, let's take a look at the review from last week's trades, which were not quite so positive. So we'll start off with the cover call on BAKKT Holdings, Inc. Symbol B as in Bravo, K as in Kilo, K as in Kilo, T as in Tango. At the time, the stock was trading for $2.24 per share. I looked at buying stock and selling the January two and a half call at 30 cents, uh, which could give us a 25% return in three weeks. Now shares of BKKT lost 40 cents, ending the week at $1.84 per share. The call option we sold lost 20 cents, leaving us with a net loss of 20 cents on the week. Now we could roll the strike of the call option lower, but that would only pick up an additional five cents, which is hardly worth it right now. Now with two weeks left until expiration, I would look to let the call option expire out of the money and then plan on selling another call for next month's expiration. And realize this is different than rolling the trade to next month. If I said roll the trade to next month, that implies that I'm going to buy back the January call and immediately sell a February call. I want to let the January call expire so that I keep the full 30 cents that I collected for selling it. And then I hope to collect another 30 cents in February. So I just wanted to make that clear because I know that confuses a few people out there. Now, that will obviously uh, increase the return on the investment for this trade quite a bit. So I'm leaning towards no adjustment for this trade. Um, that could change, obviously, with the significant move in the stock over the next week. But at the current price, I don't see much gain from adjusting or closing the trade right now. I'd rather let that option expire and plan on selling another one next month. All right, next up, we have the credit spread on Walgreens Boot Alliance, symbol W as in whiskey, B as in Bravo, A as in alpha. At the time, the stock was trading for $26.11 per share. I looked at selling the January 26, 25 half put spread at 19 cents, which could give us a maximum possible loss of 31 cents per spread. Well, shares of WBA lost $1.10, ending the week at $25.01 per share. The out-of-the-money put spread that we sold is now fully in the money. That's not good. That means that the stock moved against us and we have, we have a loss on our hands. So you could attempt to sell a call spread with strikes higher than the put spread. However, it doesn't appear that you'll get much from doing that right now. You could also sell the call spread with the exact same strikes, taking in another 13 cents. This would actually be a bit of an advanced trade. You will have sold the box at 32 cents knowing that it's worth 50 cents. That means you would lower your maximum loss from 31 cents to 18 cents. Again, this is a little more advanced, and I normally don't talk about trading the box uh, on this podcast, but it is part a, a significant part of my, uh, my trading, my actual trading uh, that I take on on a daily basis. So I don't advise taking on a trade like this unless you truly understand what you're doing mathematically. And if you want some help, you can certainly email me. For now, I'll watch the stock in the coming week and see if a price move leads this trade either to profit or to a better opportunity to, to lower my risk. And the final trade for review is the debit spread. We looked at Sunrun Inc., symbol R as in Romeo, U as in Uniform, N as in November. Now, at the time, the stock was trading for $19.63 per share. I looked at buying the January 19, 19 half call spread for 32 cents which could give us a maximum gain of 18 cents, or that's a 56.25% return in three weeks. 
Now, shares of Sunrun fell $3.47, ending the week at $16.16 per share. The end the money call spread we bought is now several dollars out of the money. The spread has essentially lost all of its value, and you can sell an iron condor against this trade to bring in some additional premium to offset the loss from the original trade, uh, but this is not an adjustment that offsets the risk. This is actually adding onto the risk, so I would only look to consider this trade if, once again, you fully understand where the risk lies and understands what, you know, understand what you're getting into. Right now, the original debit spread has a capped loss uh, that was known from the start. That might be easier to manage than turning this trade into a complex bundle of risk. There's still two weeks left before expiration, so it's definitely worth seeing how the market responds in the next week before adjusting or adding to the trade. This is actually why I like spreads. They have a capped loss, which allows you to sleep easier at night. You're typically not going to you know, bust, go bust trading spreads, especially if you're able to size them correctly relative to the size of your account. So definitely always keep track of where risk is and make sure you understand any trade, stock, options, futures, whatever trades you decide to get into, Forex even, make sure you understand the risk that you're taking on. All right, so that's it for the trading review of last week's trades. We are two weeks away from January expiration on January the 19th. This is the last week that we're gonna look at trades with the January expiration. Just know that these trades that I'm about to mention have an added risk uh, because of their short time frames. You really won't have much of a chance to adjust them. So I always like to put that out there just in case any of you are actually uh, trying to follow on these trades. Um, I mean, I like to share these trades that I'm looking at um, more from an education standpoint, definitely not suggesting telling you uh, to take the trades on. Remember, this show is not financial advice. All right, so all of that being said, and a happy little disclaimer to start the year off, let's dive in. So I'm gonna look at a cover call on JetBlue Airways, symbol J as in Juliet, B as in Bravo, L as in Lima, U as in Uniform. The stock ended the week at $5.58 per share. I'm looking at buying stock and selling the January 6th call at 30 cents, which could give us a return of 12.9% in two weeks. Now you enter this trade by buying stock for $5.58 and selling the January 6th call at 30 cents. This trade makes the most money if stock prices finish above $6 per share. The break-even price is $5.28, and in real terms, the stock purchase will require $558 and you'll collect $30 for selling the option. Next up, we have a credit spread on Bank of America, symbol B is in Bravo, A is in Alpha, C is in Charlie. The stock ended the week at $34.43 per share. I'm looking at selling the January 34, 33 half put spread at 16 cents, which could give us a maximum possible loss of 34 cents per spread. And you enter this trade by selling the January 34 put at 54 cents and concurrently buying the January 33 half put for 38 cents. This is a credit spread because we are selling the spread and this trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $34 per share in two weeks. The break-even price on this trade is $33.84 per share and in real terms, you'll collect $16 per spread that you sell 
and have $34 at risk. Finally, we have a debit spread on Alcoa Corporation, symbol A as in alpha, A as in alpha. The stock ended the week at $32.15 per share. I'm looking at buying the January 31 half, 32 call spread for 32 cents. Hoping for a maximum gain of 18 cents or that would be a 56 and a quarter percent return in two weeks. You enter this trade by buying the January 31 half call for $1.93 and concurrently selling the January 32 call at $1.61. This is a debit spread because we're buying the spread and this trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $32 per share. The break-even price is $31.82 per share. And in real terms, you'll pay $32 to enter the spread and your maximum gain is $18 per spread. So that's it for the trades on this week's show. I hope you guys have started this year off with a bang. If you have big dreams for this upcoming year, go back and listen to the topic of the week again. This, that process works. Track your trades, review your trades, keep learning, get some accountability, and set some goals. Make this year awesome. Hope you guys have a great weekend, and as always, happy trading. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Option Podcast. Please subscribe to our show and visit us at www.theweeklyoption.com. Disclaimer, there is a very high degree of risk involved in trading. The indicators and strategies described in this podcast are for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. For our full disclaimer, visit our website at www.theweeklyoption.com.